How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to 19-Year-Old Shrink. This is Will John Grande. Today's topic is being okay with not having all the answers, which is something very relatable to a lot of people, including myself. We want to feel like we're always in control where we can anticipate versus react to things, and sometimes it's hard. You're going about your life, and a curveball comes in, and there was nothing you could do to stop that from coming. And what you begin doing is feeling like you shouldn't be feeling a certain way. Or when something really confusing is presented to us in our lives, you begin thinking these feelings can't happen. And the issue is, you know, what resists persists. And I'm not trying to throw bumper stickers at you guys, but for this, I feel like it's not necessary. So the more you say you shouldn't be experiencing a certain feeling, the more it's going to come up. And when this starts happening, this is when your thoughts start spiraling. <laughs> your mind becomes like an amusement park and not like the fun one. When you have an initial thought and 10 thoughts later, you're panicking that the world is going to come to an end and that you're a terrible person and you're never going to get out of it. And I'm generally a very happy person, but sometimes these feelings come up. If I feel a certain way that people might judge me, I withhold and don't share the feelings that are coming up. And if you're someone who's in a place where there's something that's been on your mind a lot lately and you're telling yourself you shouldn't be feeling this way and because of that, you don't feel like you can share with anybody, start with this. So for me, whenever I'm so confused in the insecurities in my life, what I do is I call up people that I anticipate are having much harder struggles than I am and only focus on them. And you guys can all find people like that, <laughs> I guarantee you. So what you do, ask them questions, ask them how they're struggling and become so consumed in helping them. And you know what happens? The problems that you have slowly begin to lose their power and aren't at the forefront of your mind anymore. I'll give you an example. There was a person in my life, a friend, who I no longer wanted to be friends with. Actually, a group of people. This was in high school. And it would have caused a lot of problems if I just stopped hanging out with them. And when I began having these feelings and wanting to hang out with other people, all I kept feeling was like I was doing something wrong. So in this moment, you're all stressed out. You're not in a neutral state where you should be making decisions. So sharing your thoughts with other people can be really intimidating. So what I did was think about people in my life who are really struggling and realize that I'm not the only one. And instead of venting about my problems, I let them vent about theirs. And this is what I've been doing you know, this week. And it's not always been this way because what I would do is when I felt lost, I would retract and not talk to anyone and keep obsessing about my problems. But this week when I have had certain struggles, I feel like I've spent the least amount of time with myself because I'm calling other people. And that didn't always be that way. And when you start feeling like you're not going it alone, it becomes a lot more comforting for you. But obviously like this might provide some sort of short-term relief and it might not always help you because it's natural for those feelings to come up. This is not my first day on this planet. I realize that certain thoughts are gonna keep creeping in and keep bothering you and now you need to have another way to approach that. That's just one option. So here's my next, journaling. And you're probably gonna be like, damn, this guy's just saying all this stuff. Oh, you should be journaling. You should be helping other people. What's next? Is he going to ask me to meditate? Well, in this situation, yes, I am because it really does help. But back to journaling for me, and you can do this however you want. It doesn't need to be according to what I'm doing. Okay. This is just what's worked for me. I have two modes of journaling that I do like free form and then question based journaling. So free form is just getting all the bullshit out on paper. Could be anything. And I mean, legit anything that you want. My brother was being an ass. There's that annoying dude that comes up to me every other day saying, what's up, Will, on campus, and I have no idea who he is. Whatever it is, get it out on paper. And it's like almost like going for a run. 
all of the anger and frustration is leaving your body by sweating it off. Here, you're just writing off your anger and frustration. So now, here comes the question-focused journaling. Again, first episode, I've mentioned it's all about the questions you ask yourself. And I sometimes get in the habit of asking horribly, horribly negative questions that don't serve me whatsoever in my head. But writing it on paper reminds you that these questions are intentional and should be focused on to be productive and positive. And this week, since there was a lot of things that, you know, made me believe I didn't have the answers all the time in many different areas of my life, I began doing that. So first question, how are you feeling? Well, feeling like garbage at times. Next question, are these feelings similar to ones you've experienced in the past? If so, how did you handle them before? If not, what factors are contributing to these different feelings now? By asking this question, you're able to take a shorter route to solving your problem. Because if you experience similar feelings and handled it terribly, you know that you need to try something different. If you experience similar feelings and you handled it well, you can take a shortcut and try this method again. Success leaves clues. And that's why journaling can help you sometimes because you can have an entire book of problems throughout the year, let's say, that you experienced and resolved and can draw patterns from there. But on the flip side, let's say this is a completely new feeling. What this does, putting that out on paper, you're able to understand the factors involved and that can help you narrow your focus on how you can treat that problem. So my next, I'd say statement and then question is understandably in this situation, you're feeling like you're lost and uncertain. I write this down on paper, but what are those things that are certain in your life? That's my question. So right now you're putting down your uncertainties such as the feeling as though you're not a good person and feeling guilty for whatever you're putting out into the world. For me, it's usually guilt towards not doing my best or slacking off, or others might be feeling like you aren't being present in your relationships. Someone else might be because they lied, whatever it is. But then, right next to that, you're putting all of your certainties. I mean legit, like everything. Be very specific, don't hold back. So one of the biggest is that I've met incredibly cool people, this is for me. I've met so many cool and unique people that I'm so grateful to have met. I always mention to my dad how I felt like I kind of was just chilling in my own island where I was the only person my age who wanted to talk about the deeper things, about insecurities, self-development, and just like living a happy life because when you're so young, now sometimes it's not as fun to focus on that stuff. And this was always such a big insecurity of mine. I always felt like it would never be really appreciated what I was interested in. And that's not to say that people didn't commend me for what I was doing. They would. They'd be like, I love what you're doing with the podcast, Will. Good for you. But I wanted conversation. I wanted to be able to have talks like this. And then I met one person who I was able to have those talks with. And all of a sudden, more people like this started coming into my life. And this is recently. So there's one certainty. But then it's just like every day I have the pleasure of going to school, getting help from teachers. I have a nice bed to sleep in. I have great family members. And start listing all your family members. I have food at dinner. So all those are certainties. Those are answers. You know that you can have those things and rely on those things. And what you start realizing is when you do get specific, the certainties start to outweigh the uncertainties. And getting that visual on paper and seeing that there's a much longer list of certainties, you start to convince yourself that maybe you do have more figured out than you imagined. But again, maybe your unanswered questions or uncertainties are something you really do want to solve. So this question is really important coming up, and that is, what would this look like if it were easy? If I had no fears, no limitations, what would this look like? And for me, most of my fears are linked to what other people think about me. So if there's a group of friends you no longer want to be around, like I was experiencing in high school, 
You might have the end goal of leaving, but the fear is what they'll think of you. People will genuinely think I'm a bad person, I will be judged, and I couldn't live with that judgment. But what do you want? And use the previous answers to those questions that I've given you. <laughs> I know like a, there are a bunch of questions, but use those to help you. Because sometimes it's unsettling to think about how many decisions you actually make to please other people instead of pleasing yourself. But when you ask yourself, what would this look like if it were easy? So for the friend situation, it would be, I understand my gut feeling of not needing this group of friends anymore. And although I might face judgment from other people in the short term, I'd rather have that than sacrifice my long-term happiness because of what other people think about me. And that's what it would look like if it were easy. I would make a decision with that belief. And your gut, I think your gut is such a powerful thing. You know, I might do a lot of talking. It might seem like, geez, what is going on in this kid's head all the time? And I'm spitting all this psychological jargon at you. But in the end, my best decisions are made based on my gut and what I feel deep down inside. And lastly, to help further relieve yourself of worrying about what other people think about you, and this can help you to understand what would this look like if it were easy, if you can understand this concept, this will help that. So always think about what is this decision going to mean two years down the line? And the answer is it's usually not going to matter that much, especially when it comes to talking about your friends. The reason I'm saying this is that the people that are in your lives right now that you're worried about receiving judgment from are most likely not going to be close to you in two years. And granted, there are a couple people that you will be close to. That's a given. I'm not saying that at all. But a lot of times I feel like in high school, I look back at high school and I'm in college now. I'm three years removed from high school. There were so many people in my life that I cared so much about pleasing. And now they're not even a part of it. And being able to recognize that now, I realize, okay, when I'm removed from college, will their opinions now really matter? And in two years from now, who is gonna be present in your life? <laughs> you are. And the regrets that you'll have from caring about what other people think or always focusing on your fear instead of your goal far outweigh what other people are gonna think about you and pleasing them. And I always remind myself of that when approaching life. People's opinions won't matter in the long run, but yours do, so make sure you're living according to that. And once you have all these things down on paper, this is where you can take your process of understanding and making clear your struggles and turn them into like an action-based approach. Once you're back in that neutral state, you realize these people aren't benefiting me. Maybe I need a break from them. And the only thing standing in my way is the fear of what they're gonna say or my belief that I shouldn't be feeling this way. And also what you could do from here is realize, okay, I have all these people in my life that are the non-negotiables. They're here for me, no matter what. Maybe if I'm not ready to take a bold action like that, I can talk to them, explain my situation and build a connection so I can have the strength to make a change. And a lot of the times when we're afraid to share something with other people, we think that they just won't understand. It'll be too embarrassing or they think I'm gonna be a bad person. But what often happens is that we realize that they've been through a similar situation. Three people that are very important to me, like very important to me, came to me this week and brought up stuff that they were struggling with. And they all seemed really worried in some sort of way. And on my end, <laughs> I was actually so relieved because I realized I wasn't crazy. I didn't think they were bad people. I felt such an overwhelming sense of comfort because they had opened up to me and I was so proud of them because I was feeling very similar. Problem shared is a problem half. There's your second bumper sticker of the day. And obviously, we always go to the worst case scenario of what people say, but usually it's never as bad as we think. 
And when you do all these things, when you start small with calling people and trying to help them, you get the wheels going. And little by little, you start getting your thoughts out on paper. You start putting visuals to what's going on in your life and you begin getting clarity. And from there, you can start creating those changes in your life by creating a team of people that are willing to help you. Just remember, those initial feelings of panic, uncertainty, those are normal. But when you start little and start removing yourself, you begin to do things you didn't expect. And all of a sudden, you see yourself making decisions for your own good and not the good of others. And for me, that's usually with my gut. But overall, just know that through the struggles of your life, people are right there struggling with you. And I could never be more grateful to these people this week that helped me see that maybe I'm doing all right. And maybe I do have more figured out than I thought. And just remember that. (laughs) Always remember that. So that's all for today. I just want to thank you guys for listening. Hope you took a lot away from that. If you want to reach me, my Instagram page is 19-year-old-trink-podcast and my personal page is WJG23. But thanks again and have a great rest of your day. Take care.